Hey, you're listening to John Gregory Vincent here with the Surfacing Inclusive Leadership Podcast. This is leadership I learned the hard way during my 14 years on submarines. After a Gallup gig, working for the best human behavioral organization in the world, I was ready to launch my coaching, advising, and training company, The Submarine Way. So hey, let's cast off all lines because we're getting underway, The Submarine Way. I hope this finds everybody doing really, really well. I love this week's episode. Why leaders who use fear to control the news lose the war. And this again is right out of the headlines. Right out of the news. Rumor has it Putin doesn't know what's really going on. Rumor has it that his conscripted army is is failing. That's not a rumor. It's a rumor to Putin, though. They don't have trained non-commissioned officers. Remember the middle manager episode? If you haven't listened to it, I believe it's our top downloaded episode. It's why Ukraine's middle managers are kicking Russia's butt. And the reason that is, is, well, listen to that episode. Their communication is completely broken. There's nobody talking. There's nobody exchanging ideas and thoughts. There's no feedback loop. Why? Because in this situation, if you don't tell him what he wants to hear, you get shot, sometimes literally. If you don't tell him that things are going great, you're in a lot of trouble. On and on it goes. The messenger gets shot. And why does this happen? This happens when you have leaders that lead by fear and whether it is in Russia or whether it is in a in a in a business if you are trying to lead by fear at any level of your organization you are in deep trouble because people aren't going to put up with that junk anymore that might have played in the industrial revolution where you could you know beat the poo out of people but that doesn't work anymore so you can't lead by fear but Putin is leading by fear and you're seeing the results of a culture that is toxic. His military is a wreck. And it's a wreck for a lot of reasons that we're gonna cover here. But don't think this is some um, editorial on, on a war. Yes, we're using this out of the headlines because it is an amazing example of when it's done right and when it's done wrong. It's an apples to apples comparison. Putin is an autocratic leader. I say you do. There's nothing good about that type of leadership. The type of leadership that is effective is, the name of this podcast, is inclusive leadership. It's what we, it's what we partner with companies to do, is teach them how to do inclusive leadership at all levels. Why? Because an autocratic leader is a, is a single point failure. If they don't get it right, it's wrong for everyone. Everyone is in trouble. Whereas in an inclusive leadership environment, you're counting on other people, you're depending on other people, you're delegating properly, you're doing a whole bunch of stuff. So what we're gonna talk about today is we're gonna compare and contrast Putin style and Zelensky's, I should say characteristics, not style. But what we're gonna do it is through the lens of our second book that Deb, uh, Deb Cake Fortin, our, our founder and president wrote, a Periscope, Putting Traditional Leadership in the Crosshairs. 
where we talk about the five anchors of leadership. And we are going to compare and contrast Putin, every one of these anchors, to Zelensky and every one of these anchors. And you will see exactly an organization that runs using these anchors will always beat up an organization that doesn't. In this case, Ukraine and Russia. So what are the five anchors of leadership? They are interdependent collaboration. They are accountability, not just to each other, not just to yourself, but also to the mission, making sure you're holding people accountable to the mission. The third one, continuous professional development. The fourth one, you have to be talent focused first. And the last one, compassion. Those are the five anchors. I'll say them again so you can write them down. We're going to go into more detail. Interdependent collaboration, accountability, professional development, talent focused, and compassion. So let's take these and we're going to, we're going to compare and contrast. First, interdependent collaboration. Again, I am interdependent. I need Deb's expertise and Deb needs my expertise. So we are interdependent with each other. Therefore, we are collaborative. Who is Putin collaborative with? Who is he interdependent with? The answer is nobody. He stands alone. President Zelensky, interdependent on his military leaders, interdependent on his mayors, interdependent on his political leaders, interdependent on the entire world and collaborate at the same time. So he is the absolute perfection, the absolute, uh, the word's escaping me, the um, the best example, I don't know, I can't think of the big word now. Somebody give me, somebody, somebody, somebody send me a big word for, but he is the, he is the, lift up him as the perfect example of interdependent collaboration. Contrast that with Putin who does none at all. Second one, accountability accountability for the mission. Does everyone in the organization understand the mission, the two or three things we have to achieve in the mission? Let's start this time with Putin. He holds maybe some general accountable, maybe some lackeys he's got around him accountable, but he's just holding him accountable to do what comes out of his mouth. He doesn't want feedback. He doesn't seek feedback. We already covered that with collaboration. I don't want any of that. Again, I say you do classic autocratic leadership, which still unfortunately exists in some companies, but they're they're in trouble because people aren't going to put up with that junk anymore. Now let's go over to President Zelensky. Let's talk about accountability to make sure everyone understands what the mission is. Accountability that we are leading by example and it's not just words. Accountability that I expect everyone to do as I'm doing, right? Think back to the beginning when they said, man, the place is gonna be, Kev's gonna be overrun in a couple of days. You need to get out of here. And he said, I don't need a ride, I need weapons. That's accountability. Making sure everyone understands the mission, which is we're here to defend our homeland. We're gonna defend our homeland. We're gonna do whatever it takes. And also, by the way, in order to do that, we need weapons. Have you noticed that every interview, it can be a 12-year-old that just finished playing a violin in a bomb shelter, says, we are here to defend our country. We will do what we have to do to defend our country. And by the way, we need weapons. We need stingers. We need, I mean, everyone in the country has the same, they all have the same level of accountability. That starts with Zelensky. He does a brilliant, brilliant job of this. So once again, when you compare and contrast on accountability, there is huge accountability, peer accountability, senior accountability, 
accountability up and down to the mission, to each other, to peers. There's none of that in Russia. The soldiers don't have accountability. The generals don't have accountability. Nobody knows what the heck is even going on. Third, we'll start with Russia. Continuous professional development. They don't have professional development. We thought they had the most, you know, one of the most powerful armies in the world. They are poorly trained. They have absolutely, again, please go back and listen to the episode where we talk about why Ukrainians' middle managers, their non-commissioned officers, are kicking Russia's butt. Please listen to that episode. It's our top downloaded episode for a reason. Because they are continuously doing professional development. Zelensky, I believe, was in 2014, rebuilt the army, ground up, brought brought in the United States, brought in Brits, and rebuilt a professional army that is continuously training. And guess what? Those professionals are now training others. They are training militias. They are training people, right? They are training just regular folks. They are continuously training and they have been continuously training. You take that mindset and you put that culture up against a culture where there's no training. Well, we got lots more people. We got lots more guns. We got lots more tanks. How hard can this be? Well, you found out how hard it is. When you have no collaboration, when you have no accountability, and when you have lousy professional development, this is directly related to organizations, folks. If you're not hitting it out of the park in these areas, you're getting going to get beat. You're going to get your butt handed to you. Those are the first three. Here's the fourth one, talent focused. Most organizations run on experience. When they work with us, they shift to talent. What's the difference? You can teach people things through their lens of talent. Just because you're experienced doesn't mean you're any good. I'm sure I'm, you know, a, a lot of those uh, soldiers are conscripted in the Russian army, meaning they're, they're forced into service, but, but they also have a lot of professional soldiers. So they have, some of those guys have a lot of experience. A lot more experience than the Ukrainians, but guess what? They're not looking through the lens of talent, which is who is really good, who is the best at. And that talent focused will always be someone who doesn't have any talent but a lot of experience. Let me say that again. Talent will always trump just experience. And Putin could care less about talent. He'd just throw more bodies at it. You know, let's go to another country. Let's conscript some more people. Let's just throw some more bodies at it. Zero thought of talent. Whereas Zelensky sets the example. His talent is communication. He is brilliant at communication. That is his his number one talent is that passion that he can convey to anyone in the world. He uses that, but then he uses his his military. He uses his civilian leaders. He uses his political leaders. He he taps into their talent. He's very talent-focused. I mean, think of this. This goes all the way down. They have farmers that go, you know what? I don't know how to fight. I don't know how to do this stuff. But you know what? I have a farm. I have lots of tractors, so I have lots of gasoline. I can make Molotov cocktails. Someone else says, I don't know much, but I know how to shoot a rabbit at 500 yards. So... You know what? Maybe I could shoot a Russian general in the head at 500 yards. They're using talent focus. The best organizations run through a talent lens. That's why part of our our published patent is talent-based, inclusion-focused, mission-oriented. President Zelensky and the Ukrainian army and civilians are hitting that out of the park. Russia isn't doing any of it. So those are the first four. They're collaborative. You have high levels of accountability at all levels. Professional development is continuous and you're focused on the talent. And the last is compassion. This doesn't mean you give hugs and kisses out. I'm sure President Zelensky is having lots of very direct. I mean, my God, he's he, in one hand, he's thanking the world. And on the other, other hand, he's saying, really? 
Why don't all these sanctions in place? Why don't we have more? Why don't we have more air defense? Why don't we have this? Why don't we have, we need more of this. We need more of that. So he's saying thank you. And at the other time, he's, by the way, holding us accountable. He's, uh, by the way, being collaborative. By the way, he wants training for these weapons. By the way, he's looking through talent. Who can do what? And in his, but with his very compassionate, but at the same time, it's not hugs. It's compassion to save his country. It's compassion to save lives. It's compassion because he cares. Every person in that country, every person in that world knows that this is a compassionate man leading through the lens of compassion. How much of that you think's going on in Russia? Think anybody thinks Putin's compassionate? No, they're terrified of the dude. That's why he's still in power. But there's no compassion. The best leaders have compassion. And again, don't mistake that for hugs and kisses. It's that you have a heart that the people that work for you matter and you show it. You don't just talk about it. You show that they matter in the way you compensate them, in the way you give them benefits, in the way you uh, try to achieve work-life balance. That's compassion. So those are the five anchors of leadership. And the reason I'm looking through the lens like I was with uh, with the episode that you have to download while Ukraine, why Ukraine's middle managers are kicking Russia's butt, this goes hand in hand. This is a com- absolutely apples to apples. This is like a huge company with all the bells and whistles going up against some little, you know, not a startup, but a smaller company. And the smaller company hands, hands the big company their, their, their butt. Why? Because they're better at collaboration, they're more accountable, they're continuously training, they're talent-focused first and foremost, and they run through compassion so people are loyal. And I tell you, that is why an outmanned, outgunned, out-whatevered military is kicking the whatever out of the Russians because they have the Russians are 0 for 5 in the five anchors of leadership and again this is right out of our second book Up Periscope putting traditional leadership in the crosshairs they're 0 for 5 Ukrainians are hitting it at every level out of the park if your organization is hitting it out of the park at all five and we'd love to help you because that's what we do with our partners you will do the same to your competition that Ukraine is doing to Russia so You want to know more about us and the work that we do? Because what we do is we build stronger cultures and stronger key personnel in those cultures so that you're more productive, so that you're more innovative, so that you work smarter, so that you're more effective and efficient. This is a system that works, folks. Reach out to us. You can find us, you know, submarineway.com. Deb Cake Fortin, John Gregory Vincent were the easiest people in the world to find. And lastly, if you've got a thought for a topic, we'd love to hear it. We want to run this podcast the way we run our, our work with our, with our partners. It is a true partnership. Our expertise in building stronger cultures, building a, a, our expertise in workforce development, essentially. Stronger cultures, stronger key personnel. But you're the expert in your business. You're the expert in how... Uh, your company runs so we form a partnership we want to do the same thing with this podcast so if you've got an idea for a future podcast let us know and maybe we'll run your episode we might even give you credit for it probably not I'll probably steal it and say it was my idea Um, but it really depends on how well it does if it does terribly we'll probably mention your name in the next podcast if it blows up um, you know it was it was Deb's brilliance so John Gregory Vincent This is the Submarine Way 
podcast, Surfacing Inclusive Leadership. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. We're, we, we can't believe the fast start we've gotten on this. Live the five anchors of leadership in your organization, and I promise you, you will dominate. You will rock it. This is John Gregory Vincent, and guess what? I am out.